This is I'm Not From Here with Josh on Sin Nation. It absolutely is. It is the very last episode of I'm Not From Here for this season. The very last live episode here on Sin Nation. I was inspired by my chat with Hamish Blake last week. So this week I am doing fast and loose radio, the kind that Ham would definitely be proud of. Normally I've got everything 100% scripted, ready to go, but not this week. It's going to be completely off the cuff for the majority of it. There's also uh, a few different things that we normally... Different to what we normally do, is what I'm trying to say. Every week, Scott and I, uh, my WA correspondent Scott and I, will uh, compare something between uh, Melbourne and uh, Western Australia and see who does the thing better. This week, we're doing record shops. So this week, everything that... All the music you'll hear will be played off vinyl. What it means is I've got 50 million chords in here, it's full on, plus nothing scripted, so everything's going to be off the cuff. It's going to be a stressful show, but fast and loose. Haim would be very proud of it. The other thing that I thought we should do, since it's the very last I'm Not From Here episode, is have live from Western Australia my WA correspondent, Scott Martin. Scott, can you hear me? Josh, I can hear you. Hello, how are you it's doing, working. my friend? Oh, I'm so good. I'm so good. This is so exciting. <laughs> I can't Josh, I'm happy working. to be here, but um, because you know I love radio and I love presenting and I love hanging out with you, but I'm also not very happy because you're making me miss the football. Uh, sorry about that. Do you know who's winning? Do you know anything about it? I know that Hawks are winning, but I only know that because I have been getting constant updates from friends on Facebook and not because I'm watching it. Right, that sucks. I'm really sorry. I'm not sorry. I couldn't care less. I'm glad that you're here, though. It's going to be good fun. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to kick it off. Off vinyl. Off, uh, yeah, off vinyl. From uh, the Smith Street Band, from their album Throw Me in the River. We're going to play the first couple of tracks off the album. We're going to kick it off with something I can hold in my hands and then back it up with Surrender. So, if all goes to plan, any second now, yeah? The Smith Street Band, off wax. Here it is, I'm not from here. Yes! Stories from Southern Explorers tell a vastly open sky. Oh boy, this mystery bad here on I'm Not From Here on Sin Nation. It's very difficult to um to know when the song's about to finish because like I said, it's all it's all on vinyl tonight. So it's gonna be a real weird one. Also joining me if <laughs> the Skype connection has come back. Scott, are you there? Josh, I'm still here. The Skype connection completely went haywire. Yeah, great. But luckily, you answered the call within about three or four seconds. Yeah. Happy to be back. Do you, did you know? I because I'm streaming on I'm not well, Facebook.com/slash I'm not from here FM. Um, you've got 14 viewers, and I've got one. So great. <laughs> I'm having a lovely chat with a lot of my friends, people that I haven't spoke to in a long time, and um, I'm no, loving every second of this. Oh, no, great! I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> No, you are the absolute worst. All right. Um, the other technical difficulty that we're having is uh, it's not really a technical difficulty. I guess it's just trying to organise um, how to uh, speak on the radio and also change uh, vinyl record. It's very annoying. Do you know that song? I I can't imagine it being annoying. I because I've been on radio as well and everything is right at my fingertips. I cannot imagine how bad it could be actually having to change discs. Yeah, you're the worst. Forget that. (laughs) 
Uh, the reason Get why the, time. I, the reason stop calling me the worst. Well, if you stop being the worst, I'd happily. But um, you're continuing to be the worst. Um, anyway, the reason why we're, well, the reason why I'm putting myself through dealing with this old, outdated technology is because uh, every week you and I uh, compare something between uh, Victoria and Western Australia. We have the, the WA versus Vic uh, sort of battle, I guess. And this week we're doing uh, record shops. Um, and you, you didn't want to go down and record one. <laughs> Josh, look, it's not a matter of me not wanting to go down. Yeah, it's, um, it's a matter of the fact that I am... Hopeless? ...is turning foremost, and uh, I still can't drive. So, yeah, clearly hopeless. So what I've done instead is... Uh, I'm just going Wow, Skype was completely Skype, cut out. Uh, instead of it being a pre-recorded piece... Are you, can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Great. <laughs> okay. Uh, usually I do this kind of stuff pre-recorded, but I'm going to try to tackle this live, and I'm going to talk about a record store that yep. is uh, completely from memory, since I couldn't get down to myself. Okay. Please go. All right, am I ready to go? Cool. Um, look, I'm, I'm live streaming on Facebook right now. I figured I would give the people uh, actually something to listen to rather than just me sitting around waiting to be spoken to from you. Uh, yeah, so this week it's on record stores. I'm home from uni in Boston, so that's about two and a half hours south from Perth, and uh, there's no record stores here. So I'm going to be talking about a record store that's in Margaret River, which is even further down south from Perth, and uh, the only times I've ever been in this store has been with you, Josh. Uh, uh -huh. The reason for that is because I don't collect vinyl like my father and Josh does, so I wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't really be traveling there just for the fun of things if I was alone. But I completely understand the uh, collecting side of things, though, and with that in mind, I'll be talking about what is good and bad about the store. First of all, and I think most importantly, uh, the selection of vinyl. Every time Josh and I have visited that place, there is always a large selection of brand new vinyls. And that doesn't just count for new releases either. It's, um, it's also being constantly updating the oldies, and that is hugely respectable. Uh, the place had re records from heaps and heaps of genres covering so many years. So even though I don't collect myself, uh, there has been moments where I've had to stop myself from picking up a, a classic hip-hop album on vinyl. I can't play them anywhere, um, but I think it would make a great little piece in my dormitory, I think. So every time Josh and I go in, we would always come out with something too. And uh, usually, in most cases, it's something that I've never heard of. And sometimes, even though it's pretty rare, uh, Josh would walk out with something that he hasn't even heard yet either. So vinyl record collecting is a dangerous game. And this story, Margaret River, is basically Josh's dealer. So, Josh, <laughs> listen, please, this is an intervention. I have been playing the waiting game to really find the perfect moment to talk to you about this, and I think this is the only time you're forced to listen to me. So please stop. You're tearing this family apart, Josh, please. <laughs> Look, um, but, but that being said, we, we could usually only come out with one thing because vinyl collecting gets pretty expensive, but I won't dwell on that because that's the case for most record stores and not just this one in particular. Um, oh, geez, there are, there are two more bases that I want to cover before I'm done with this segment, uh -huh. the first of which is the staff. Again, I'm not the best person to talk about since record collecting isn't my thing, but from secondhand collecting, so basically just following Josh around, 
Yeah. I do know all the stuff's first names, and they are very sweet and uh, really help out with Josh's close to obsessive collecting. Josh has put on pre order you are also them online, and even though they're... I were always happy to pick up the orders because they are very quick in getting them. And uh, the last thing I want to cover is the um, relevance of the store to people like me who aren't in the 0.0001% of us still collecting records. Place in Margaret River also has a large amount of CDs covering heaps and heaps of genres at prices lower than the records. And uh, there's also a section of the music store dedicated to actual instruments, really making it a proper music store, complete with books teaching you how to read and write music, and um, as well as to play complete songs. So all in all, the record store game in WA, I do have to say myself, is pretty strong, considering that this is a quiet store in a quiet town in the southwest of Western Australia. And that's pretty much it. That's my review on WA Record Stores Complete. Josh, did Skype cut any of that? Uh, yeah, a lot of it, actually. And then it would cut out and then it would sort of speed up a bit. So it's going to sound really weird. But um, don't worry about it. I think everyone gets the gist of what you're trying to say. Uh, yeah, thank you very much for that, for that intervention. You said that, um, you said vinyl, you, you said vinyls with an S. Um, a collection of vinyl is called vinyl. There's no S. Oh, um, Josh. Josh, look, the, the thing is is that when I was contemplating about how I should go about writing that piece, I really didn't care yep. about that. Great. And I don't care about record collecting either. So, <laughs> No, fair enough. That's okay. Vinyls are not my thing. Ooh, that's disgusting. All right, basically what I'm going to do now is I'm going to kick off with a song which, uh, hope, which is in the middle of the vinyl itself. So uh, hopefully I've lined up the needle in the right spot. This is uh, from an album which I bought down at the shop, which uh, Scott is talking about. It's from Lord's Pure Heroin. So hopefully this will be the start of uh, A World Alone. Uh, I reckon we've got it. Look at that. I'm so good at this. Why did I collect them all? Thanks for your time, Scott, with that. Appreciate that. He's going, doesn't care. That slow burn way while it gets dark. That's Lord from her album Pure Heron, which I am playing off vinyl. The vinyl which I got from uh, the record shop, the record shop, the one stop record shop that uh, Scott was talking about um, in his piece uh, from yeah WA in Margaret River. Scott, are you still hanging on? Josh, I'm still with you. That Lord song is amazing. I just want to let you know that I really appreciate your music taste, and I was jamming out to that. <laughs> What are you sucking up? Are you sucking up because I'm about to tell you that you've had, you've had 15 uh, likes and stuff on your video, and I've currently got uh, four viewers. So, is that why you're sucking up to me? Why would I be? No, I'm sucking up on that because you've been pretty rude to me throughout the rest of the show, but not because of that individually, but because I think you're going to give the record store winning to WA this week. <laughs> well, if I wasn't, I would now because I'm just. Uh, pretty angry at you. But what I'm going to do now is I'm going to play uh, my piece on the uh, Victorian record shop that I visited. So here it is on I'm Not From Here on Sin Nation. All right, it is 20 minutes to three on Sunday, the 3rd of July. I'm standing on what I think is Burke Street. No, it's Cold Street. It's Cold Street. Uh, I've learnt zero of the streets so far. I'm standing on Collins Street. I'm out the front of the Block Arcade. I'm about to head in there now. I'm going to scope out Basement Records. 
Uh, I'm really excited to check it out. I've heard a lot of good things about it. And uh, let's go see what's in store. Alright, I'm sitting here in basement discs now. I'm sitting on a pretty comfy, <laughs> pretty comfy lounge actually. That's sort of the first thing I noticed when I walked in here. It seems like it's really uh, homely set up. There's heaps of, heaps and heaps of posters and cutouts and that kind of thing. I'm sitting next to a cutout of Lani Lane at the moment. It's a, it's a bit off-putting actually. Other than the, the homely feel about this place, one of the first things you notice in here is uh, how many CDs there are. I didn't realise once coming in here that um, since it's called Basement Discs, I just assumed it'll be all be vinyl. But there's yeah heaps of CDs around. There's just such a variety uh, in front of me now. There's like a whole section on country and folk stuff. To my right, there's some soul and R&B. There's a new releases section towards the front. Everything seems like it's categorised really well, and there's just a huge variety from what I can see. The other thing that I've noticed in here is there's a pretty decent sized stage area. Um, I imagine that they'd have people in here fairly regularly, considering how much effort has been put into this stage area by the looks of it. There's a backstage area, all that kind of thing as well. Yeah, that looks like it's been well used. The actual design of the shop is really interesting as well. Since it's um, literally in a basement, it's underground. There's these great white pylon sort of things in the middle, um, which they've stuck heaps of posters and that kind of thing on. I guess it sort of contributes to the, the sort of homely feel with all these posters and stuff around. Just walking around the shop, I can see there's heaps of posters in regards to like best of lists that Basement Discs has selected over the years. There's one sort of in front of me now, Basement Discs Faves of 2014 in the Blues and R&B section. CW Stone King, Russell Morris, those kind of guys. It's a huge list and there's different ones everywhere. There's a, a jazz one I've seen, uh, box sets, folk, uh, even DVDs and that kind of thing as well. I guess that sort of solidifies that these people are really into their music, that they do this every year. Alright, I'm back out now on Collins Street in the city. You might be able to hear the cars and trams going past me. But yeah, I just came out of Basement Discs. It's a, it's a great shop. The way it's set up is really fantastic. I really like that. The posters and stuff everywhere, the, the lounges to chill out on. It's cool. It's a place where I could definitely, yeah, spend a few hours to just kick back and relax listen to some great songs. So the Victorian record stores in general get a bit of a tick from me. I've been to a few now. I've been to Basement Discs. I've been to Poison City Records. I've been to a few random ones in the city I can't remember their names of. But uh, yeah, they're all, they're all really good in their own way. And yeah, it's something I'm really interested in and yeah, I'm pretty keen to learn a bit more about. Looks like I have to spend a bit more time browsing records. That totally sucks, but I guess I'll just have to put up with it. Yeah, that was me. Um, yes, checking out a Melbourne record shop over the past weekend. It was good fun. 
I really enjoyed it. I'm going to turn off the um, the computer there because those notifications that you're hearing are Scott's friends talking to him, which is good because um, they're not watching my video. Scott, are you there? Josh, I'm still here. Yeah, I am great. having a lovely time reading my messages that I'm getting. <laughs> I'm sure you are. How many have you had? I can't count them. I can't count the messages. I'm currently at 14 viewers, though. But the messages... Yeah, good. Many to count. Yeah, I'm at 10 now, so... Oh, just, just went down to 9 as I said that, so... <laughs> <laughs> so depressing. But, no, it's good. I'm glad for you, Scott. That's good. Uh, so what we need to do now is we need so, to... Um, what? What we need to do now is decide... I was just... <laughs> what are you talking about? You go. I reckon Scott's lagging. No, you go. Please, be my guest. You have more viewers. All I was going... All I was going to say is um, now that you've had a chance to listen to both of us um, have our little bits on the um, who is better between the um, record stores between Western Australia and Victoria, where are you, where are you leaning at the moment? Uh, I've only visited a few Victorian record shops. I visited the one that I was saying there, uh, Basement Discs. I have visited like a few um, smaller ones. I've visited Poison City Records, which is in um, uh, Fitzroy, I think it is. Um, on Brunswick Street, that is the best. That's all the um, all the kind of music that I'm into, like Smith Street Band. The guys are going to play next, Camp Cope, they're from there. So that was good. Um, but yeah, th- well, it's hard to say because I haven't visited heaps of them. But I reckon, I don't know, probably be... Come on, Josh, you know you want to. Oh, I do a little bit. I do want to give it to WA, I think, this time. Josh, your collecting started and finished over here. Please, please give it to us. It hasn't finished. I'm still collecting. No, 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 no. It's finished. <laughs> Come back and keep, keep continuing. Is that because of my intervention that you had with me before? Yeah, yeah. I. You please don't buy another one, Josh, please. <laughs> You're out of control. No, you're probably right. All right, I'm going to go uh, with uh, this, a song from... It's probably my favourite song of the year, I think, at this stage, to be quite honest. It is um, it is Jet Fuel, Can't Melt Still Beams from Camp Cope. And like I said, Camp Cope uh, from uh, Poison City Records, who, uh, yeah, who I said I went and visited in Fitzroy. So here it is, if I've put the needle in the right spot. Hopefully we will hear them. Uh, Camp Cope. Camp Cope, please. Yeah, here we go. See, I, just, I, I know what I'm doing. I just need to get used to the, the speed of it. Whatever. Alright. Camco. Jetfuel can't build still beams. I'm not from here. I just thought that early. <laughs> I'm not sure how to finish this... Uh this with the records. But anyway, that was Cam Cope with Jet Fuel Can't Melt Still Beans. Probably my favourite song of the year, I'd say. Definitely my favourite album of the year so far. Scott, is this um, an album that you've enjoyed? Have you heard it at all? Gosh, I listened to it um, for the first time. I really, really enjoyed it, actually. Um, it's not my style of music that I listen to. Usually I just listen to hip-hop. But, yeah, there's something about that band that um, really made me want to listen to the album again after I finished it. Really um, keen to listen to more of their stuff in the future. Hopefully they stick around. I'm sure they will, man. Uh, I've just got a message from you on Facebook since we can't talk during the songs because of um, the connections. Uh, your mate Christian wants me to play Shannon Null. Um, yes, yes. Um, specifically, what about me? Really? If, I've you've got time. From Shannon's vast discography, that's the one he wants us to play. 
believe it or not, that is the one song that he wants us to play from Shannon Noah's one song discography, yes. <laughs> You're forgetting Drive, mate. Anywhere you want to go. Yeah, you don't sound very impressed with that at all. Um, if you can tell Christian to find um, <laughs> some Nolsey on... I did love that song. Oh, wow. Skype is not cooperating, which is good. Um, it was working in our practice, but that's fine. Um, so what has been your, your favourite album of the year? I said mine's Cam Cope. What would be your favourite album so far? Uh, look, uh, you told me to think about this before, and um, there are, uh, there's been so many huge albums that came out of this year. New Kendrick, New Kanye, Drake, Rihanna. I say um, 99.9% from K is huge, um, but even though Kanye West is my favorite artist of all time, I fell in love with Malibu by Anderson Pack uh, a lot quicker than I did with Pablo, and I would recommend everybody give a listen. I'm so glad that I did. There's production from himself, K Trinata, like I just mentioned, and Madlib, and a lot of the album is. More than just hip-hop, it feels like it can be an R&B album. It feels like it can be a rock album. So Malibu by Anderson Pack. everyone needs to give it a go at least once, I think. Really, really impressive stuff. Is that the one that you've been messaging me about every single day for the last few months? That's that's not called um, message. That's, that's been just full-on nagging. I need you to listen to Josh. It's really good. All right, if you say so. I'm going to play uh, a song from probably, I reckon it would have been both of our favourite albums back in 2010. I'm going to get it spinning now. It is from his beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. It's Kanye West. Of course it is. My favourite of all time. Scott's favourite of all time. And this one is called Monster. I'm not sure if I gave a content warning on that one before <laughs> before I went to air, um, but there was a bit of a bit of language on that one um, in case you hadn't realised. Uh, that was Kanye West um, featuring Jay Z, Nicki Minaj, everyone. Heaps of people were on that one uh, for Monster. That was uh, that one. So Scott, are you still with me? Josh, I'm still here. Great. Did you enjoy that? I did enjoy that. Uh... I'm having a very in-depth discussion about Kanye West to my viewers, and I was just contemplating whether Monster is one of my favourite songs off the album. It's up there, but it's not the best, but I will say that um, Nicki Minaj's verse in that is one of the best moments in the album by far, like top two or top three. She absolutely killed it. That's good. Um, I'm glad that you've got enough viewers to have a, a big conversation with. That's good. That's okay. Um, actually, one of the people from my... Um, viewership actually left to go join you. So good. We're That's even good. Now. Was that Natalie Cavallo? It was Natalie oh, Cavallo. Nat, what a champion! What an absolute champion! Um, she came and uh, complained that I didn't have any James Blunt or Shannon Noel on vinyl, which I said sorry, but I just don't. They're forty dollars each. The vinyls. It's hard to hard to justify the funds. Uh, what we're gonna do now, though, is I'm gonna play uh, a few of my favorite bits of I'm Not From Here from the last, uh, would be about three months now. Um, so what it's gonna, what you're going to hear is uh, you're going to hear me at the National Gallery of Victoria at the uh, Ai Weiwei and uh, Andy Warhol exhibition. <clears throat> You'll hear me uh, interviewing mum, my mum, your mum as well, Scott. Yeah, great, he doesn't care. Um, they're also going to hear me speak to Ron Murray, Judy, uh, yes. my uh, guide through the Melbourne Town Hall, 
the Senator Richard Dinas Harley, the leader of the Greens. You'll hear him. Uh, Hamish Blake, who I spoke to pretty briefly, very briefly. And you'll also hear me um, pretty whacked out on heaps of coffee when we had our uh, WA versus Victoria coffee challenge. The first person you'll hear, though, is our Melbourne comedian, Dilruk Jaisinger, who is the absolute funniest and nicest, most generous dude. Um, he's the best. So here we go. This is the best of I'm Not From Here. It's, it's interesting to be back in Sin, but in these new studios. Yeah, you're yeah. saying this one smells a bit nicer than the other Smells one. heaps nicer. <laughs> Not that I'm saying that there was anything bad with the last one. It just, this one smells fresh. This is new, this this whole studio, I believe. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't know because you're not even you're <laughs> from here. Get out. We're full. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is two o'clock in the morning. It is the 24th of April. I'm sitting in the middle of the National Gallery of Victoria. I'm in a photo booth. I've shut the silver screen. There is an animated cat talking to me. I'm not 100% sure of what's going on. It's posing. It's showing me how to pose. Cat, I am very good looking. I know how to pose. Don't worry about that. Dear, this is just bizarre. Okay, the cat's telling me it's my turn and I need to press start. So I'm doing that now. The cat's telling me I need to do big cheesy smiles. Which is all I'm good at, so I'm happy to do that. Cheese! Now it's the ready to do duck face. Well, I can do that for sure. Mmm. Work it. Mmm. Laugh out loud. Well, I am constantly laughing out loud. This is so strange. I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> act surprised. I don't need to really act surprised. I'm t- this, is, this is surprising enough as it is, cat. Gosh, this is strange. Okay. The cat's telling me I look fabulous, which I didn't really need the cat to tell me. I know that. I know that for sure. My portrait is about to come to life. Oh my gosh, now I, my pictures are moving and dancing everywhere. They're all different colours, it's very Andy Warhol pop art style. It's just bizarre. Gosh, I look good though. This is so cool. I don't understand what's going on, but I'm having a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, well, you need to adjust your voice a bit. <laughs> Why? Because I listened to that last one, and you're starting to, when you do your words, you go up at the end of them again. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No. <laughs> well, just trying to help. Oh, thanks for your help. Where did you go to radio school? I don't need to go to radio school because I am the person that listens. Oh, and if I hear you go, hi, and thank you, then I'll be like, okay, I'm over him. <coughs> oh, well, thanks for your feedback. There's, <laughs> so another, there's another rule in radio called don't cough into the microphone, so you just did that one. Well, I don't have a microphone here. I have a phone. Oh, fair enough. Don't you put any of that on. The AFL lead the way, Josh, there's no doubt about it. Even before the government... If you look at what the AFL done in employing Aboriginal people, having Aboriginal players and bringing in the racial vilification laws. Now, you know, if you go back to Nicky Winmar's and the Cracker Boys days and Sid Jackson's days, how they were racially abused on, on the field. But then we had Adam Goods. The treatment of Adam Goods was disgusting. And I think my, my honest opinion is that it's going back. People just can't yell out black this and all the geography names that they called Aboriginal people but it's easy to hide behind a boo, isn't it? So how many people booed him? There's still a lot out there. Look, I still reckon, I might be wrong, but I still think three-quarters of Australia is racist. You know, you look at the way they treat the Muslim people and 
we do have a long way to go, sadly. Yeah, but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Like we were saying with the the goodsy stuff last year, there was a lot of stuff. A lot of people saying the word flog, and I saw an article that said the word flog. That's just a replacement for another word that people are trying to say. Yeah, you're dead right. You're dead right. The Beatles were each given a boomerang with their name engraved in gold, and there's also a beautiful baby grand piano in that room. And the Lord Mayor said to the Beatles, John, Paul, George and Ringo, look, there's a beautiful baby grand piano there. Who of you would like to play it? Paul McCartney said, I would, and he played some Chopin. Ringo said, "Ah, I don't want to play the piano. I want to dress up like a Lord Mayor, and he did. John was pretty keen on the 30,000 screaming fans out on the street. He went out onto your portico and he threw the boomerang out to the crowd. Of course, it never came back. George just played by the rules. Also in that room, had you gone in there with me, there's a beautiful silver tea set that was commissioned for Queen Elizabeth, who visited, Queen Elizabeth II, who was the first reigning monarch to visit, and she visited in 1954. She was only 26 beautiful tea set was made in her honour and she was offered a cup of tea and she said, oh, I think I'll have a glass of orange juice, thank you. Oh, well, firstly, it's about community and it brings people together from all walks of life. Having the, you know, everything that's great about Melbourne, you've got sport, everyone, you know, footy's a common denominator, but bringing together music community, the community radio um, scene and people from the local neighbourhood who are just interested in um, seeing what makes Melbourne such a great and vibrant place. And, of course, all for a wonderful cause. Recklink does some incredible work and are uh, really an amazing institution in terms of what they deliver for people living on the margins of society. Absolutely. And do you think that the megahertz can get back in through here? I can see you wearing your megahertz scarf. They're a long way down. And I'm going to put my boots on for a bit of the last quarter, so we'll see how we go. Excellent. What a scoop. Thanks for your time, Richard. Hey, I've got a show on Sin, and I was wondering if I could oh, yeah, of course. of your show. Of your, your show hey, scene. well, look, be, um, be honest. Are you the music... Re- I mean, I can't review it. I'm, I'm in the band. So, of course, I give it five stars. <laughs> what do you give it? I would have given it five. Yeah, it was like I was... I, at least I can say to my grandkids now, it's like I've seen John Bonham. It so is like you were there, front row. And look, Bonham... I don't want to start a thing here, but... I feel like he shows off a lot during the song. Like, I probably did 10% of the actual notes he does... But I think we've shown that it's all you need. Isn't it about efficiency? Yeah. If it was a marathon, like, sure, he'd be winning on note count, but by the end of the drumming marathon, I'd have so much left in the tank. <laughs> thanks so much for your time. Man, thanks for going down. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, thanks for that. Okay, I've just finished my fourth coffee. I am walking around my suburb very sprightly. Sprightly? I'm walking fast. That's what I'm trying to say, I think. Gosh, I'm not sure what's going on. I'm hallucinating. I'm seeing things that aren't there. I'm seeing through time, I'm seeing a lot of things, uh, but it's fine, I had a lot of coffees, it was great, they were all very delicious. I feel like I'm talking fast, am I talking fast? I don't know why that would be. They're all good, they're all better than WA, Melbourne's won this one. Uh, I'm going to go and run really, very fast for a long time. Bye! That was some of my favourite bits of uh, doing this show. I'm not from here. Um, you heard from Duroc Jaya Singer. You heard from uh, my mum. You heard from Ron Murray uh, speaking about the uh, the Adam Goods thing. You heard me at the, the National Gallery of Victoria. Uh, what else? Judy from the Town Hall speaking about the Beatles. Uh, and Senator Richard Di Natale and uh, Hamish Blake as well from Hamish Nanny. That was... Probably, yeah, my personal highlight, um, speaking to Hamish, he's been a hero of mine for ages. So, yeah, and then at the end you heard me uh, whacked out on coffee, so that was good fun. Uh, Scott, are you still there holding on?
Can you still hear me, Josh? Uh, barely. Skype's being really weird, but um, yeah, I can hear you. Close enough. Okay. Um, I just want to say congratulations on meeting Hamish Blake. Thanks. And um, interviewing Dilraj Jai Singer. That has never been done before. <clears throat> <laughs> Yeah, good. Except for when I did it good stuff. first. Good um, stuff. I just want to say congratulations on having a favourite bits. I think that's really good of you to um, be that egotistical. Yeah, well, it's it's my show. I'm allowed to have my favourite bits. I was I've been doing this show for three months. So I'm it's very, have... it's very Kanye West of you. But um, thank you. Did you ha- perhaps make a favourite bits of my parts? Uh, your favourite bits of your four minute segment that you do once a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could add up to maybe four or five minutes of good content, right? Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe it could have, but uh, no, I didn't well, do it. Well, that's very disappointing, and you will not see me back for I'm Not From Here Season 2. Thank you very that's much, fine. sir. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> oh, that's fine with me. That's okay. I don't need you. Play the next song, Josh. I'm, I'm done with this. <laughs> This is Koi Child, a band out of Western Australia. This is Touch Em, if I've put the needle in the right spot, so hopefully this will be the right one. Language warning on it as well. I didn't warn for the Kanye one, but this one, there will be language for sure. Is this going to work? Come on. Give me something, Koi Child. What about... Now. Yeah. Yeah, you thought that was it. Out of WA, that is Koi Child. Sorry, I had to cut it abruptly. I'm not sure how to work this record player still. Um, I'm getting I'm getting better at it, though, so I'm getting there. So, yeah, out of WA, it's Koi Child. Um, half of Kashi Koi, half of Child's Play coming together to make, um, yeah, that sort of uh, hip-hop-y jazz sort of thing. Uh, I love Koi Child. That's awesome. Um, Scott, are you still here? I'm still here, Josh. Hello. Cool, good. How are you? I'm good. Um, I was really enjoying listening to Koi Child. They're a WA band, right? So, um, just another great thing to come out of Western Australia. Yeah, like me. Um, also, so Scott, you were whinging about your... <laughs> you didn't get to do your favourite bits. I didn't get to do a um, favourite bits, and I was complaining to you before. But, um, very luckily, I actually thought that you might not be so kind as to let me have my own favourite bits, so I decided to make them myself. So... Here are my best slash favourite bits of I'm Not From Here, Uh, Scott edition. Yeah, good on you. Hi, my name is Scott Martin. I'm Josh Martin's little brother. Basically, Josh and I are very similar in so many ways that it's basically just like having another Josh over in Perth to do this corresponding job, except I'm much better than him at radio and also much better than him at speaking and also much better than him at AFL Dream Team. But hey... I'm pretty happy with this. It means I don't have to speak in front of a lot of random people looking at me like, why does that guy look like a much more attractive version of Josh Martin? I am in a corner of the room in the kiddie section um, because there's no kids here at the moment, but I realise that as soon as one person, one kid, decides to come here, I am going to have to jump and leave because it's going to get very loud. Maybe not, but still, I just don't want to be in the corner creeping out anybody. Did you know that as of this time last year, Melbourne's inner city was named the second healthiest area in all of Australia? You're more salad people than hot chip people, and I'm going to pin that on the fact that your chips just don't match up to ours over on the west side. I'm sorry, that was pretty rude. I just love chips that much. 
He's ready to take his first bite. He's licking his thumb to... to yeah. It's all the crumbs. <laughs> very good sound bite there, as well as a very good bite there. But I'm really enjoying sitting on here. I'm just looking at all these other ones around me, and I'm just... I'm loving it. I'm loving it. There's some purple. There's some blue, some red, some orange, some yellow. It's so cool. I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm having such a great time by myself, speaking on a train, into a microphone, and I just locked eyes with a man who did look at me like, why does that guy look like a better version of Josh Martin? Spooky. I am an excited little boy. And I bought some more chips just for this segment. Absolutely not because I'm starving slash addicted to chips slash can't drive myself to the shops to buy real food. Because there are a lot of people around and I don't think they have any idea what the hell is going on. Just some weird short kid with hair that's better than Josh's, with a face that's better than Josh's, and with a voice that's better than Josh's. Just looking at this microphone and really just talking into nothing. So I'm going to try to keep this one really quiet. I'm... I think I'm starting to get a little bit sick. And while that may be because of my university degree, um, it's not. <laughs> it's definitely because of those those late, late nights walking to and from uni. Absolutely freezing my little fingers off. Not a verdict, but just a first uh, impression. Can I follow it first? No. I feel like Josh is only getting me chewing. We want chewing. You want the sound of someone masticating? I don't think it's that kind of Sin Nation show. I used a C word, not a, not a B. I don't think you're allowed to say the C word on Sin Nation either. But that being said, I am rugged up. I am wearing a nice Kanye West jumper here. Happy birthday, Kanye. Not as many people as you would usually see, but still, it's... Hang on. What time is it? It's 6.30, it's very, very, very cold, and people are running. I'm looking at someone now, they're running. It's like, <laughs> I wish I could run. I wish I could run at 6.30 on a Tuesday afternoon in the most beautiful place in all of Perth. This is our takeaway chicken outlet. Chips delivered from Perth, but what it did have was that very special takeaway chicken outlet taste. Now don't stress, I'm okay with it because I feel like Takeaway Chicken Outlet and I have a special connection where they completely get me. Now they're staring at me, golden, delicious, staring at me like, Scott, eat me. And you know what, mate? I bloody will. And of course, some sweet, sweet hot chips at the bottom. And we all know how I feel about hot chips. So this is just looking like a dish of delish. Okay, note to, note to self, edit that out. <laughs> So how about that weather, eh? That being said though, the nights have been brutal. The other night I had to wear two jackets at once, and I'm not gonna lie, for the last couple of nights I have been sleeping with my socks on. Very embarrassing to say that out loud. Do you wanna know what sort of pie I got? Yeah, I would love to know exactly what type of pie you got, and I would like to know how long ago you got it. Cause it's been a while. It's been a while? Um, I got... <laughs> and hundreds and hundreds of issues and collections to get your Cheetoed coloured fingers on, you bunch of nerds. <laughs> so, whoops, okay. 
turn this up a little bit. I've got to talk quietly. Someone just walked in, and I think he thought I was calling him a nerd. <laughs> Whoops. Very funny that I'm being looked at strange in a comic book store. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, indeed. That is some of Scott's uh, favourite bits of his stuff on I'm Not From Here. Are you happy now, Scott? Yes, Josh, I am an excited little boy. I'm very happy that um, finally I get the recognition I deserve for being such a comedian in your silly little show. Yeah, that's good. Um, have you... You said that your Facebook Live has dropped out. Yes, unfortunately, my phone decided to die. It was on 100%. It, uh, the app crashed at 42%, which I think is a sign. And... Um, yeah, I I tried to get back onto it, but I couldn't, and I just figured, let it die. Let me live off in this amazing world where I finished on about 15 viewers. <laughs> well, I think some of them come over to me now, so I reckon I'm going to Facebook Live all night for the rest of the night now. What's stopping me? Nothing. I don't think you're allowed to win this, but I will let you have it because it's the sake of your show. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, I've Basically, we've come to the end of the time. We've, <laughs> we've overstepped our mark by... Uh, six minutes. We went to finish six minutes ago, but um, we're just pushing on, having a fun time. Uh, so basically, I just wanted to to wrap up now. Um, with the few things that I've learnt. Uh, most of the show, like I said at the start, has um has been uh fast and loose. Like I said, inspired by Hamish Blake. Uh, last week, but uh, I've written a little bit of stuff now. I just wanted to to sort of say since it's come to the end of the last show. Um. So, yeah, so I've been doing this show. I just want to speak about what I've learnt while I've been over here because that was the whole aim of the show is to learn um, a bit about Melbourne. Um, I guess this show is sort of a good excuse for me to, to get out every week and check out some new stuff. Um, so, yeah, sort of in doing this show, I've learnt a heap of stuff about Melbourne. I've learnt about Hoddle's Grid. I've learned people's personal stories with the Invisible Cities app. And I've learned about Melbourne's origins at the museum. This is going to sound really wanky, but I reckon the biggest thing I've learned in doing this show is how good Sin is. I've spent so much time at Sin since I've moved over here, and I'm often there just hanging out even when I don't need to be there, because everyone in this organisation is just so nice, um, helpful, and really approachable. Um, I spoke about running into some Sinners on the train on the way to the Community Cup footy game the other week to let me crash their day and um, hang out with them for the whole day, and they didn't need to let me do that. But the fact that they did um, is fairly representative of Sin as an organisation. They make you feel really welcome and they'll do anything to help. So yeah, I've learned heaps about Melbourne and I've um, done some really fun stuff, but um, I think overall the thing that's going to stick with me for a long time is just how good um, an organisation that Sin is. Um, have you got anything that you've learned at all, Scott? Um... I've learned, I like, I'm going to admit when you moved over to Melbourne and you know, you're one of my best friends, Josh, it was tough to have you leave, but, um, uh, seeing how much you s- fell in love with Melbourne and how much you enjoy sin has really made me <sighs> let go of you, Josh. I think I'm, I think I can handle myself by myself now, but it's, it's really cool to see. Um, you've taught me a lot about sin as well and it's obvious from a viewer's point of view, which is my own point of view, that um, Sin is really a great place to be. So I do, hopefully, maybe in the future, look forward to maybe giving it a shot myself. Yeah, you better. You really better. 
Um, so basically, that's pretty much the end for us. We've already run 10 minutes over time. Um, I just want to finish off. Um, we've got Insta, uh, Twitter, and Facebook.com forward slash I'm not from here FM. So you can catch up with us uh, on there. You, we've live streamed the, um, the whole show tonight. So you can catch that. I think that'll be replayed whenever you want to check it out. Um, and also you can search for I'm not from here on uh, sin.org.au and I can hear the podcasts of this show once I put it up over the weekend and you can hear all the other shows as well. And yeah, like I said, I've, speak, I've spoken to people like uh, Richard Di Natale, the leader of the Greens. I've spoken to Hamish Blake from Hamish Nandy. I've spoken to uh, Melbourne comedian Dilruk Jaya Singer. I've spoken to um, heaps of cool people. Um, lots of really interesting Melbourne people as well to, to check out. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the end. I'm going to finish it off now with um, a song that I've loved for ages and ages. It is uh, LCD Sound Systems, All My Friends. Uh, it's just the best. I finished my show at Radio Fremantle back home with this song. Um, but yeah, I love this heaps. Uh, yes, for the Sound of Silver album, I've got to wrap it up now, I promise. Uh, so yeah, Scott, thanks for joining us tonight. Appreciate that. Thank you very much, Josh. It's been that's, a pleasure to be here with you. That's all right. All right, see you later. Thanks, thanks for listening to I'm Not From Here uh, for the last three months. It's been so much fun. I've loved every second of it. Uh, yeah, catch you next time. <laughs>